The opinions and views expressed on this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about this show or other programs on KUCI, please log on to KUCI.org for the latest program schedule. Out on the golf course, there are the obvious hazards. There's the pond, the bunker, the rough, the even rougher. Yeah, put me down for an eight. The giant maples. The row of houses out of bounds on the right. The angry flock of geese who surrounded your ball. Even the occasional groundskeeper you had no clue was there. But if you think you found every possible hazard out there, think again. The hazard you missed could actually be a killer. It's the spot on your skin, the one that could be skin cancer. Fact is, if you're a man over 50, you're in a group most likely to develop skin cancer, including melanoma, the kind that kills one person every hour. One in five Americans is likely to develop a form of skin cancer during their lifetime. That's why your best shot is to check for a spot. It's easy. Follow through and check your skin. It could be the save of a lifetime. Go to SpotSkinCancer.org to find out how. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, mentor a kid who needs someone on their side, volunteer to read to children, make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader. Tutor or mentor. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Hi there, you're listening to Get the Funk Out. I'm your host, Janine. Up next, I have special guest, Jerry Rosen. She's CEO and founder of Working Wardrobes. And I want to tell you a little bit about Working Wardrobes before we bring Jerry on the line. Working Wardrobes actually empowers men, women, veterans, and even young adults overcoming difficult challenges to confidently enter the workforce and achieve self-sufficiency. They provide career training, job placement assistance, and wardrobe services in an environment of dignity and respect. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Jerry Rosen. Hi, Jerry. Hi. How are you? Good. So I contacted you because the whole theme of my show is Get the Funk Out, and you are an organization that epitomizes that. (laughs) (laughs) I love the name of the show. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And you're helping people for years now. How many years has this been around? I started working wardrobes 23 years ago. And uh, it was really sort of this accidental nonprofit, but we are going strong in our 23rd year and serving more people than ever. Congratulations. That's a very, very long time. And tell me about some of the ways you're helping people. Well, our our mission, Janine, is really to help people get back to work. And so we do that uh, on on several different levels. We're doing a lot of assessment work with our clients to find their, their best uh, focus for their career. And then we're doing a lot of job skills training. We're doing uh, workshops to get them prepared That's great. on resumes. We're doing a lot of work on interviewing techniques. 
and we have a, a variety of skills training. Our customer service training with the National Retail Federation, we're putting some of our clients through solar panel training. We've got yeah. security guard training. And the customer service is really the, the bottom line of all opportunities out there. We are creating better employees. And then as they're prepared for their job interview, we put them in a great-looking suit so they can absolutely feel confident when they're in front of a recruiter. Do people stay in touch with you? Like, Do you have people that come back and say, you know, I want to thank you because look at me, this is what I'm doing now? Yes, thank goodness we do. And we have a, a wide number of people that we call our success stories who uh, volunteer to speak for us at events, to be profiled in a video. And that's the best job for us. When we, For us, the four words that we have our clients say, I got the job, and pose for a photograph in front of a banner that has that on it, that's it. what we love to see happen. That's incredible. What inspired you to start this organization? Well, I, I had been on another board, and um, this was a group that didn't think you needed to get acknowledged here on earth, that you'd get your, your thanks when you got to heaven. Mm. And so I, I'm, I'm hoping that that's the case. I'd like mm-hmm. to get that for sure. But, you know, I think volunteers do such extraordinary work, and they need to be acknowledged really immediately. And so we, we were just sort of disenchanted with this organization. And I said, there's got to be a way to do volunteer work and feel fulfilled to, to be acknowledged, and those yes. are really the guiding principles for working wardrobes, that we recruit volunteers, we train them, we uh, feed them well, and we acknowledge them immediately and genuinely and authentically. We happen to have about 3,500 volunteers who work with us every year, so I do think we're doing something quite right. How many volunteers? 3,500. Whoa. Yeah. That's an unbelievable number. Well, it's a little army, and we could not do our work without them. They show up in every aspect of the work that we're doing. Every day there are volunteers here who are personal shoppers with our clients. We have volunteers who are working in our donation center, working with our donors and and sorting clothes. We have volunteers every day who are working with our clients who are career developers and job developers. We have interns. We have AmeriCorps VISTA members who have committed a year of service to us. And then when we host our special client events, our career success graduation events, we may have anywhere from 300 to 350 volunteers for any one of those events. So mm-hmm. it is, um, it's a, a big effort, but we do love the energy of our volunteers. I think it's great. And if someone wanted to volunteer, what would they need to do? It's so easy They can go online. There are lots of ways to sign up online. They can call the office and talk to Marlo Kirkham, who's our manager of community resources, uh, and they can come into the office and take a tour. And you have a career center. Is that that the the tour? Yes, and we do very fascinating tours that are an hour in length. They're called Inside Working Wardrobes. And we do them three or four times a month. We would invite your listeners to call us or go online and, and book one of those dates. It's a fascinating look, Janine, at what we do, told through the stories of the client's successes. And so we, we suggest that people bring a little Kleenex because it's really say. quite emotional to see how <clears throat> lives are changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably have people from all different walks of life that you've really saved. 
you know, with, without a doubt. And, and I think that's the kind of uh, impact that we're making that people may not be aware of. There's so many people in this community who are underemployed. Yes. I mean, forget those that are, that are simply unemployed. It's the people who are underemployed who are cobbling together two and three jobs to make ends meet who are really having a difficult time. Right, and they have kids and they have... My, and no health care. No health care. And, and it's, it's really quite difficult. Mm. So we are working very, very diligently to help people get jobs that bring them the dignity of work. And I love this. I have this up on my blog, by the way, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org, that you created in 2011, uh, Dream Girls and Distinguished Gentlemen. Could you tell me about that? Yes. Well, it's sort of the um, the follow-up to a, an event that we had done for about 10 or 11 years. We were serving just young teen girls at a program called Cinderella's for Life. Mm-hmm. And these were young girls from low-income families who, frankly, didn't have the wherewithal to have money to buy a, a gown for the for the prom. And, you know, all of our work is around rebuilding self-esteem. And certainly, if you're 15 or 16 and your parents can't afford to send you to the prom, you could have a bit of a meltdown. It's and so sad. So we yes. are doing our level best to make this happen. Now what we're doing is serving both young teen girls and young teen boys. So we have them in their tuxedos oh, and the girls in the gowns. And as tremendous. with all of our work, there's also an educational component. They do attend an empowerment workshop. They do have time to build a vision board with pictures and words that, that really relate to who they want to be when they grow up. And it's very powerful as an experience for them. You know, I had no idea the depth of this organization. I had, think I had met somebody from your organization at an event in Orange County at the Orange County Business Journal Awards. But to hear all the things you're doing is incredible. Well, I thank you for that. And it is one of the reasons why we would love to have more and more people come in for the tours, our Inside Working Wardrobes tours, because the the absolute one-liner that almost everyone says at the end of the tour is, I had no idea you were doing this much to help people. No, I didn't. Because the name talks about clothing, and certainly that, yes. that is a big part of it. But the biggest part is the confidence building that we're doing on the inside of our clients and the skills development that we're providing for our clients. And then, frankly, the latest and the, the most important part is that we're actually doing job placement assistance. So we're putting people in jobs and getting them back to work. So you've got somebody who comes in there in a huge funk, career funk, personal funk, and you do a head-to-toe makeover both inside and outside. Well, first I think you've got to do the inside. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there are times when I think just putting on a great-looking outfit can almost help you do what you need to do on the uh, on the inside. So whatever the need is, that's where we meet the client. If truly getting them in a great-looking suit is the first step, we're there. But if they want to go through the entire assessment and the training and the resume development, we can meet people where they are. And it's very important that we have this menu of services available. You're probably one of the only organizations that does this, right? Well, we uh, we think we do it better than anyone, okay. and uh, I don't think that's false modesty. We have had so many of our clients repeat back to us how well they were treated, 
how their confidence has increased, that many other places really don't take the time to boost their self-esteem, to boost their confidence. And if you don't feel that going into an interview, Janine, you are not going to do well. That's right. It doesn't it's matter what tough. you're wearing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if people can get into a funk, as your show talks about, very, very easily. And if you don't do well in an interview, you can lose that edge. That's right. So this is about rebuilding them and getting them much stronger as, as human beings. I think that's fantastic. Do you have a motto for the company or a personal motto? I'm just curious. If you don't, that's okay, too. Well, you know, our four favorite words simply are, I got the job, and that's what we want to have every client be able to say. Um, we do use as, our, as, as pretty much our mandate that we want to bring the dignity of work to as many clients as we possibly can reach. That's great. Now tell me about some of the fundraisers that you're doing. Well, we have a, a marvelous group for women. Uh, it's called Smart Women. It's a women's giving collective. And uh, it's it's $1,000 for a year, and we host the women complimentary to what we call Fashion for Breakfast events. They're all held at the Pacific Club. We always have an absolutely outstanding speaker. We've had some celebrity stylists from Hollywood. We've had uh, Michael Westmore from the Westmore family of fame with makeup. But, and so there's always a chance to learn something just extraordinary and to meet a great group of women. And what's, what's so important is that these are women who really want to make an impact on the clients that we're serving and, and are willing to write a check and, and become a member of Smart Women. And coming up in September... Yes, I was going to ask you about that event. ...is our biggest fundraiser, and that is um, Blue Jeans and Fast Cars. That will be held at the Marconi Museum, where you're going to see $30 million worth of fast cars. Whoa. <laughs> and you have a chance to wear your blue jeans and boots and get on the, out on the dance floor and have just a fantastic time. Oh, how fun. And tell me a little bit more about the event. Well, the event is going to we're having a fantastic barbecue um, at different stations where people can enjoy food. Um, if they're gamblers, we're going to have gaming tables. We've got slot, slot car races. We're going to have some fantastic silent and live auction items. We really believe that if you put the big fun in fundraising, the evenings go so well and people feel even yes. more generous. Yes. And the paddles go up in the air and the event really proves to be just a great success. That's great. And give me the date of that event again. It's Saturday night, September 21. And if people want more information about that event, is that on your website? It is, and that's workingwardrobes.org. Now, I understand you're doing something called VetNet. What is that all about? Yes, and thank you for asking about that. We've been serving veterans, Janine, for the last eight years, but uh, we had a volunteer who came uh, to join us a couple years ago by the name of Harry Humphreys. Harry is a retired Navy SEAL, and he felt that we weren't doing quite enough to serve our veterans. And I said, you're right, Harry. And literally mm-hmm. within a couple of weeks, we had put together a broader and deeper array of services just for our veterans. And now we've continued to grow that. We've gotten some funding. Uh, We're serving our homeless veterans. We're serving veterans who are newly released from the military. But this is such powerful work, Janine. And I think all of us who have not served feel a debt of gratitude to those who have and are willing to do whatever it takes to help 
our, our veterans get jobs. And they are having some significantly difficult uh, time. Yes. So we are doing a lot in the way of assessments. We're doing a lot in the way of training. And then there are some wonderful companies that truly do have a mandate to hire veterans. And that is working very well with us. We're very excited about that. So, again, if people want more information about VetNet, does that have its own website or is that on? Uh, it's, we actually have pages on our website. And so if they go to the Working Wardrobes website, there will be a, a link, a, a slider right on the um, on the homepage, and they can learn more about how they can help our veterans. And we'd love to have companies who have job openings let us know about those job openings, and we're certainly going to send some qualified people out to join them. And if people do have job openings, should they send you an email or just get in touch? Absolutely. Send us an email or call our career development team. They can start with Marianne Profeta, who's our director. We really want to hear from your listeners about job opportunities. We'd love to get more people placed. That's fantastic. Is there anything else you want to share with us about uh, working wardrobes, anything else coming up? Well, certainly on a day-to-day basis, Janine, we'd love to have your your audience, your your listeners, know that they can always donate good quality clothing to us. Oh, good. That's the easiest way to get involved. They can even do a drive within their company. Uh, we do ask that clothes be clean and on hangers, and we're looking always for good quality men's and women's casual as well as professional clothing. You know, I'd heard about you because I originally lived in Boston, and I have all these different suits I never even wear anymore. And I thought, oh, I, I should donate them somewhere. And then I heard about the organization. I thought, oh, they just take clothing. I didn't know the depth of your organization, truly. I just thought, oh, I'm going to load up my car with all my old suits. Well, you know, when you do that, and we'd love to have you do that, we're going to ask if you'd like to have a little tour. And that helps you take a look sure. at the work that we're doing with our clients every day. So it's a great point of entry for your listeners to know that they come in and donate. We're open six days a week, by the way, from 10 till 2 oh, uh, to donate clothes. And I kind of have this feeling, I keep thinking, I don't need these suits. If I haven't worn <laughs> them in the past 10 years, someone else could wear them. Well, you're on the radio. You know? Exactly. I know. So you, I, you don't have to wear suits. Right, I could be in my pajamas. To, <laughs> we'd love to put those suits back to work for you. I know, because, you know, we all go through different phases. A lot of times we do where we're, I used to do corporate training and development, and I had all oh. my navy blue and dark suits and sure. come out to California. You don't wear such dark, you know, conservative-looking things. And um, But there's somebody I'm sure could use some of these suits, you know, in a job interview or a big meeting or something. So Well, and what a great background you've got, Janine. If you ever want to do some volunteer work, we're always looking for good trainers to be success coaches with our clients. So, you know, you could be one of that army of 3,500 volunteers. I've got good stories of getting out of a funk. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, know, and sometimes, um, I'll just share something with you. I went back to graduate school uh, because I, and I call it mental boot camp. Sometimes we do things mm. and you don't do it for the typical reason. You do it because you feel like you need to grow or change or get out of a funk. And I, and I was all three of those reasons. So sometimes just putting yourself out in a new situation will kind of change perspective and you can see things a little clearer. Well, you know, that, that just brings up such a good point. People are in transition these days. You know, people have been downsized, have lost their jobs. We always say to them, Janine, if you will reach out and volunteer, 
give some of the talent that you have away, it is such an uplifting opportunity for people to feel connected again. Yes. And the job search is difficult, and you can get into a, a dark funk. That's right. We've had a number of people in transition who have come in, whether they wanted to shop with our clients or what they helped them in the, in the computer lab, they worked on resumes. It has been amazing to see how transformative their lives have been as a result of volunteering their talents. Yes. So it, it really is one of those great opportunities to, to be better and to, and to stay connected and to keep your skills fresh. That's always important when you're in the job hunting mode. Yes. You know, and um, just because you go on a job interview and you think, oh, they like me and I think I'm, they're going to give me the job and you don't get it, it's easy to get into a funk. Well, the more you interview, it's like auditioning, you know, or any, or any kind of, um, you know, interview you go on. The more you do this, the better you're going to get at it and the more confident. And then you become proficient in telling your, your story in like a 30-second elevator exercise. You know what I mean? Like your pitch. So exactly. You, so you get better at it. And that is one of the exercises that we put our clients through. If you can articulate who you are, what skills you have, and what talent you want to bring to a company and look somebody straight in the eye while you're doing that, it's a very powerful opportunity. Right. And, you know, we don't want people to, to tell us that in 15 minutes. Recruiters don't have that time. But if you can be very, very specific and, and just cut to the chase, it can be very much uh, a, a very empowering opportunity for the clients. You know what I think is good advice, too, is to be authentic, because if you tell someone what you think they want, uh, what you think they want them to hear, it's, it's not going to come across as genuine. If you come across as, you know, this is who I am and this is what I have to offer, not trying to be such a salesperson. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. No, and, and I do think there, there's so many tips that we give our clients when they're on the job search. I mean, it's all of that preparation that is just so important. You cannot go into a job interview without having really dug into the website of the company that you're interviewing. Yes. No recruiter wants you to hear, well, tell me a little bit about your company. Right. You know? <laughs> I mean, they're expecting you to come in prepared, really ready to ask some questions about the direction of the company, long-term opportunities, but to really have done some homework. That really says you're a serious job seeker. That's right. That's right. Well, Jerry, thank you so much for calling into the show. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Delighted, and thanks so much for having me on the show, Janine, and I hope that we see you with your suits from Boston one of these days. I am going to go home and clean out my closet. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> All thanks right. so much. Thanks. Take care. You bet. Bye-bye. That was Jerry Rosen, CEO and founder of Working Wardrobes. And if you want more information about them or want to learn more about them, all the information is up on my website, and their website is workingwardrobes.org. And my uh, blog is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Let's see. Coming up next, just a few minutes, Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. I'm going to play another track from Stacey Robbins, uh, latest CD, All the Way Home. She was on the first part of the show. And if you missed any part of today's show, it'll be up on my blog within the next hour or so. So let's listen to track four. This is Looks Like Rain. Have a great Monday, everybody. And up next, Sheldon Abbott, Cure for the Blues. The grass is 